the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Feed the Noise podcast. Look at my wounds a little bit, Lundy. Now, you wound up, uh, you said you were doing some advanced calculations and mathematics, uh, trying to compute exactly where you wound up uh, at the end of Sunday night. And uh, I, well, you were up like four bucks on the weekend. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, you know what? You were up. <laughs> And then win is a win is a win because I've seen universally across the industry a lot of sharp people I know, a lot of people that cover sports betting and, and the entire space, and everybody was like, dude, that week sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely brutal, uh, and you and I were just talking about it before we hit record. Uh, the thing that saved me was I had a gut feeling, and I, I said it yesterday morning on our on our prize picks show on StreamYard. Yep. Yep. Uh, I said that I thought the Chargers were going to go to Arrowhead and win straight up and so that's actually part of what saved me was that gut feel that Justin Herbert would get it done uh and obviously that uh, nice little touchdown to Mike Williams made it happen yeah that actually was one of the uh, rare prop bets that I won yesterday on that catch on the over five and a half for Mike (laughs) Williams so thank you Justin Herbert Uh, I'm down about 3.25 units on the weekend I I can tell you this could have been much worse but it could have been a hell of a lot better catch the damn ball Hollywood Brown you're forever banned out to downtown Yuma after that just deplorable performance by him there in the Motor City. Anyway, we got more opportunities tonight, my friend. So let's go ahead and get back after it. We got Philadelphia. We got Dallas. We have an age-old rivalry between a couple of division foes. This one played in Jerry's World. Dallas is laying three and a half, and the total is at 51. So give me a game score prediction, and where are you going to stack your chips on whatever side? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm staying away from the total, and that's because as soon as I tell you my score prediction, you'll know <laughs> Spot why. Spot on, yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm staying far away from the total. I got Dallas covering this one. I've got them winning at 28 to 23. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dallas's defense will be able to slow down uh, a couple of drives for the Eagles, and so that's why I've got the Eagles winding up with uh, some field goals instead of touchdowns. Uh, and I think that's actually going to be the difference. Uh, I'm going to give Dallas that little bit of home uh, advantage at Jerry's World. So I'm saying 28-23. So that's why I'm staying away from the total. Yeah, and you know uh, what? I, I'm I right like there Dallas with you. To cover. I'm right there with you. So you're going to take Dallas on the cover uh, and lay the three and a half. I think Captain Hook Yar is going to come into play, me mateys. I got a 27-24. That's 51. That's exactly the total. And I believe Dallas will wind up on top. So I think that hook will be the difference there. So give me the angles and the plus three and a half. So uh, he's going big D. I'm going with the Eagles. Whatever you do, we're avoid the total. <laughs> we, we're going to abstain from any action there. But, of course, we got a ton more on the card on this Manic Monday. Let's get to it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy, let's go ahead and kick it off with a player prop and a receiver uh, that right now is a la creme de la creme of the position uh, in fantasy and potentially, too, in reality. I'm talking about, bah, bah, C.D. Lamb, and he's not going to be served with a side of green jelly tonight. I'm going to take the over on six and a half receptions at plus odds, Lundy. Plus 110 at Caesars, also plus 110 
at DraftKings Sportsbook. You look what C.D. Lamb has done here in the early season. Oh, he's only attracted a 28.6 target percentage through two games. He's wide receiver 13 yards per route run. And you look at what he's done the first two contests against Tampa. Uh, 15 targets, seven catches, 104 yards, and a touchdown. Followed up against the Chargers. Nine targets, eight catches for 81 yards. So he's gone over in consecutive weeks. Uh, last season, he was under against Philadelphia in, uh, in a couple of games. But we got to remember, uh, both those matches were without the Dak attack. Dak Prescott, remember, was sidelined. And he had some Ben DiNucci, eh? And some Andy Dalton in the second go-around with the division rivals. Uh, but you look at Steven Nelson, his primary assignment tonight, a 107.9 passer rating allowed. He will slide in the slot occasionally. About a third of his snaps are logged there, and Maddox has been much better in coverage. I think C.D. Lamb will get force-fed as long as he doesn't have a case that drops he's like he showed earlier on this season. I think this is an eight- or nine-catch night for him and a game, again, with some pew-pew-pew shootout appeal. So fade or follow – over CD Lamb, six and a half catches plus one ten at DraftKings or Caesars. Don't you dare disparage Ben DiNucci like that. <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, obviously last year it didn't happen in both of those games. Only seven catches total in the two contests. But yeah, there was no uh, Zeke. I like this because I like the plus odds opportunity. I'm really concerned that Captain Hook's going to come into play here. I think he's going to finish with either six or seven. But because of the plus odds, because I can get that little extra payday. Uh, and obviously we talked about not having a great Sunday. Oh, no. uh, so I might be chasing just a little bit tonight. So yeah, I'll, uh, I'll roll with you, but only because we're talking about some plus odds. Oh, don't let us down. CD lamb. Number four. All right, marching on. Let's go to same game, different name on the other side of the sidelines. And let's talk about Devontae Smith. who was a rookie sensation. Uh, in week number one and then slumped in week number two. But I think it's going to be more of what we saw in the opening act uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. That game, of course, against Atlanta, which he went five for 71 and a touchdown. I'm going to take the over on 54 and a half receiving yards. Now, full disclosure, I did take the over at 52 and a half and minus 110 at DraftKings. So this line's come up just slightly. I pulled this number minus 115 at Caesars. Uh, look at Smith. Uh, you know, he's moving in the right direction. He loved to see the volume. A 26.8% target share, so 15 total targets overall. And you look at Dallas in this secondary. They serve it up on a silver platter, particularly one Anthony Brown, who Smith should lock horns with early and often in this contest. Brown this season has been targeted 17 times, Lundy. has given up 13 catches for 176 yards and a pair of touchdowns. That shakes out to a 148.2 passer rating surrender. Dallas in the secondary as a collective has allowed four wide receivers to cross the 90-yard mark in just two games. So given the big arm of Jalen Hurts, given the big playability of the Slim Reaper, I think he is going to lull his assignment, especially Anthony Brown, to sleep. So in the end, I think Smith smashes the over here. 54 and a half receiving errors, minus 115 at Caesars fade or follow. I will fade you, my friend, wow. on this one, believe it or not. I actually think he's going to get up over 50, but I don't think he hits this number. And by the way, looking at FanDuel this morning, it's all it's up to 55 and a half. Oh. 
uh, on Devontae Smith. So mm-hmm. this thing has been moving. I'm actually going to tuck him just underneath this total. I think Jalen Hurts is going to spread the love uh, in this game tonight, and uh, he's going to wind up catching the lower end of it. Not as bad as, you know, we, you talked about the, the, the sort of slump that hit there in week two, but I don't see him exploding like he did in week one. Run, rookie, run! Number three. All right, let's go back to Big D, and let's talk about the sidekick, the Robin to the Batman in this backfield. That is Tony Pollard of those boys, and I think he's going to display some giddy-up tonight. And receptions, Lundy, 2.5 is a number. Let's get seduced by that juice. I'm going to take the over on that. Now, the line opened at plus 120 on this, Lundy, and it is now down to minus 135. So your opportunity to get a plus odds, poof, uh, it is vanished. It has evaporated. But still, I'm willing to pay up at minus 135. You shop around, you can still find it at minus 115. Caesars has that at tape time this morning. Uh, but regardless, I think it's going to be at least a three or four catch night for the second fiddle, a guy that is beginning it done in yards of a contact per attempt, 3.50. He is number one in yards created per touch among all qualifying running backs. And through the year, through two games, he's ran a total of 15 routes, went for four catches on four targets against Tampa, and then followed up a three-for-three effort against the L.A. Chargers. And you look at Philadelphia in two games, 14 catches allowed to Atlanta and San Francisco backs, giving up 88 yards. So I think Pollard, it's going to be uno, dos, tres, at a minimum in the box score as he hauls in, hopefully, a winning ticket for me. And will it be for you, Fader Follow, Tony Pollard? Over two and a half receptions. Uh, again, minus 115 if you shop around, available at Caesars. Yeah, I know that obviously uh, the the juice moved in this one, but it's worth it to me still to jump on it. I think this is an easy follow. I like the idea of him catching the ball. Um, at I think it, you're I think you're dead on. I think it's a minimum of three. It could be upwards of four or five yep. that they utilize him in this offense with the catches. So I think this is going to be one that hits with ease. Uh, and those are the kinds of props we like. Had a couple of those that <laughs> hit with ease yesterday and didn't have to sweat. Uh, but this one, I think, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he didn't have two in the first half. And therefore, you know, the, the second half, yeah, you're waiting for it. But at the same time, you're also feeling pretty good. Uh, I also have one that missed with ease, Lundy. Uh, it was like the first or second play of the game last night. I had the under on Al Lazard receiving yards. <laughs> 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 the frozen rope from Aaron Rodgers in for like 40 plus. Uh, the number was yep. 21 and a half. And what did Lazard do the rest of the game? Nothing. That's how my week three has gone. So you probably should follow Lundy uh, with everything. But in this case, fading me and Lundy uh, may be a likely proposition. With that, uh, we got more coming up. Stick around for our top props on Monday Night Football Plus bonus time. Number two. All right, let's get back at it, and let's go living in the land down under. Uh, I'm going to take the under on Zeke Elliott rush yards. It's 62 and a half in this competition against the Philadelphia Eagles. Minus 115 at DraftKings. What Zeke did in week one, obviously more of a decoy role against Vita Vea and company. Uh, just 11 for 33. Last week, got back on track. 15 carries, or 16 carries, I should say, for 71 yards and a touchdown against the Chargers. Uh, but you look under the hood, the numbers 
not all that encouraging. 2.30 yards of a contact per attempt. He's only forced one missed tackle on 27 attempts. And Tony Pollard's role continues to grow within this offense. So this could be like a 13-14 carry night for Zeke. And when you go up against Fletcher Cox, and I know the Eagles are down Brandon Graham off the edge there. And that's an area maybe Dallas could take advantage of. But you have no Lyle Collins there in the trenches. And the Eagles on the season against Atlanta and San Francisco combined, giving up just 3.59 yards per carry, 75.5 total rush yards per game of the running back position. So I think Zeke will wind up just below 60 in total, put me down for 58 rush yards on about 14 attempts. That doesn't push the over. Again, that's why I'm tucking under 62 and a half on the number minus 115 at DraftKings. Fade or follow. I will follow on this one, and not only that, I'll give everybody a little tidbit. This morning at DraftKings, his total is actually ticked to 65 and oh, a half. So if you sexy. want to buy yourself... Uh, a little bit of cushion just in case he hits that 60 number. I think the 62 and a half is actually a really well set line, to be honest with you. Uh, but the fact that it's now crept up, um, I was leaning towards the under to begin with. And if you're going to give me another three yard cushion, DK, you better believe I'm going to take that one. So, yes, I'm going to say that he tucks just underneath this one. And if you can shop it around, find yourself those extra yards, go for it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to seek out that cushion. No doubt about a 65 and a half. Under all day long. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, my top player prop on the board. Give me the over on It Hurts So Good. Come on, Jalen, make it hurt so good. And I think he's going to do it on the ground in which he tattoos the competition. So give me the over on 53.5 rushing yards, minus 115. Pull this one from points bet. You look at Hurts and five complete starts in his NFL career. He's gone for 106, 63, 69, nice, 62, and 82 yards on the ground, including last season. He had that 69, a very nice performance against this Dallas Cowboys team, which we know is overly generous and forgiving in the trenches. They've given up 4.44 yards per carry to running backs this season. Uh, Herbert uh, scrambled his way to about a dozen yards last week, but I think Hurts uh, in that RPO-based scheme calls his own number big, thick, tree trunk for legs quarterback who always falls forward. Uh, I think he's going to hit the over uh, and potentially win a sweat-free cash here in the end. And a little early bonus time, Luddy. Let's correlate, correlate, bring it together, synergize. Uh, I'll take the over in seven and a half rush attempts. Again, he has done this in uh, four of those five full games played. I think it's going to be an eight or nine rush attempt kind of night for the dual threat of the Philadelphia Eagles. So fade or follow, Jalen Hurts over 53 and a half rush yards, minus 115 a points bet. Follow the trends, people. Yes, take this one. Take the over. I like your call, by the way, on the over and seven and a half rush attempts as well. I think both of those are solid numbers for Hertz. And again, you know, I know this is in Dallas, and I told you that I was giving Dallas a bit of an edge because they are at home, and we are seeing uh, we're starting to be able to correlate some of these numbers now that there are fans back in the stands, and, and they're trying to rock it and make some noise. But this is also, as you pointed out, a really big divisional rivalry game. This is an important game for happening so early in the season. So, uh, yeah, I, Hertz is going to have to make it happen and when he does he does it with those legs and I think he rocks over this number and I think to your point it's going to be a comfortable cash as long as you know he doesn't run backwards and 
you know, sideways and wind up. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at you, Michael Carter. Sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, to yeah. Too soon, Lenny. Too soon. <laughs> that the pain is real on the Michael Carter under that hit yesterday, oh. not the over on the seven and a half receiving yards. That was one of my uh, multi-bet wagers. I didn't hit a single multi-bet wager all day yesterday. Uh, that's how oh, bad goodness. it was. But Well, I, I told you I was at the game, and that damn first catch for negative five yards happened oh. right in front of me, and I was like, son of a bitch, I am screwed on this over now <laughs> yeah because the second catch he went for 10 yards that's all we needed that's all we needed for again crying out loud it's just the first one that stunk it up we're not bitter not bitter at all oh, and uh speaking no. of rocking let's rock it like a hurricane and bonus time what else you got i got three for you including a look ahead to week four but let's start with tonight um, you took the under. I agreed with you when we were talking about Zeke Elliott rushing yards, but give me over 17 and a half receiving yards mm. for Zeke Elliott. He continues to be used out of the backfield like this. He can do it on just a couple of catches. Like his receptions number is at two and a half, and it's actually you can get some plus odds at the over. I'm not worried about how many catches, uh, but I will say that I think he gets the yards because he doesn't need that many to be able to make that happen. I also, uh, speaking of Tony Pollard, you were talking about his utilization in this offense. So give me over 30 and a half rushing yards on Tony Pollard. He already has three runs this year over 15 yards. So he doesn't need that many opportunities on the ground to get over this number. And then, like I said, an early look ahead to week four. One week from tonight, the Chargers will be hosting the Raiders on Monday Night Football. The Chargers right now only laying three points, and I've already jumped on it because I think this team is hot. I think they're going to ride that momentum, and they will take care of business against Vegas uh, at SoFi next Monday night. Oh, and knock uh, Vegas from the ranks of the unbeaten. Uh, we shall see there. Uh, that was an incredible game by Vegas yesterday against Miami. Yes, it was. They've had some thrillers here to begin the season. Uh, my bonus plays, give me Tony Pollard for an anytime touchdown, plus 250 at BetMGM. That's crazy. Uh, most of the other books are like plus 170, plus 150 right now at DraftKings, plus 250 for an anytime touchdown score back-to-back weeks. Entirely doable again for the second fiddle in this Dallas backfield. Uh, give me Dak Prescott over 11.5 rush yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. Uh, Matt Ryan went uh, two carries, eight yards. Jimmy G had 11 carries, believe it or not, uh, against this Eagles team. For 20 yards uh, and did find the end zone a week ago. Uh, but you look at Dak, uh, four for 13 in week one, did not have a rush last week. I-, I think with the pressure up the middle from Fletcher Cox, will flush him out and he will take advantage with some uh, opportunistic wheels. So I think it's going to be right around 13, 14 rush yards. It's going to be the over there. And give me the under on Cedric Wilson, 15 and a half yards on his longest catch. Uh, He has gone over this number one time so far this season. He had a 16-yard catch against the L.A. Chargers uh, last time out, but uh, he's barely even playing and barely getting any kind of the target share. Just 56.7% of the snaps played last week. He's wide receiver 64 in yards per route run and wide receiver 75 in yards per catch at 8.8. So I do not believe he will duplicate or exceed 16 yards via the air tonight on a single reception. And with that, that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Cuevos. Drop us a rating and a review. Would you kindly? Helps out our show tremendously. And until next time, as always, feed or follow that 
is up to you. Feed the noise.